0: Your good friend Aaron Ron. Hope everyone is doing well. Just finished my walk. I'm meant to drink my tea before I went on the walk. That way, less likely to wake up to have to go use the bathroom. So, anyway, we're making our tea now. Today was a good day. though I didn't do any Uber at all. I don't feel comfortable driving around in my car. I need to get the brakes done. I was supposed to get them done on Monday, but that shop said they're backed up. So I'm just gonna try to take it up to the dealership tomorrow. You know, let's, and pray to God that they can squeeze me in. So, fortunately, your boy is not one of those. Uh, I'm sure I could figure it out. I've done some brake work with this guy in my church. He showed me how to do it, so I've done it once with him. But I don't know. I'll feel more comfortable if it was like an old beater car. This My car is kind of a nice car. Eventually, I'll get a nice little beater car to just work on and practice on things with my kids once I get a house, I'm supposed to get a house next year. And I want to buy my daughter her first car, and we're going to work on it together. All the kids just want to work on it and just learn from it. <laughs> and yeah, watch YouTube videos and just do little projects on it do brakes, do oil changes. They're going to know how to do everything. They're going to be little mechanics. And then all the cars are going to be electric at some point, And then we'll have to learn how to work on electric cars. It'll be fun. Uh... <sighs> Today, We went to um summer jam again at church. The theme was about How Jesus helps us to be bold And we talked about the story of John and Peter Who Were telling everybody about Jesus And they healed this lame man that was at this gate And the other man stood up And then John and Peter were thrown in jail And God rescued, like, they realized, God basically told them, like, hey, told the jailers, like, hey, y'all can't keep us in here, and by the power of God, y'all need to release us, and then they got out of jail, I'm paraphrasing. It was cool, we just reenacted the whole story, and the kids, they loved it, oh, they had a blast. We had this little cart that we put the kids on, like, because, you know, back then, they had to carry, they didn't have wheelchairs or anything, so and if you were lame or par- paralyzed, if you are a paralytic, your friends had to, your transportation was your friends, and hopefully they had, like, some type of cart to carry you on, so anyway, that was fun doing that. Oh, man, that your boy, I don't know, my energy levels, Lord Jesus, I need help. I barely did anything today, um, and take this tea out so it's not piping hot. Ooh, too late, it's piping hot. Put mm. some honey in there. It was a good time though. The kids are so funny. Funny, funny kids. Hmm. Take a little shot of honey straight to the head. Alright, here we go. Let's get into Isaiah forty. Isaiah 40. Yes. Alright. God's people comforted. How do I always go from having like a bunch of pins in my Bible to like having no pins? Let's see what we got over here. Bam. Got a pen right here in the kitchen. Some was in the kitchen with Aaron some was in the kitchen i know some was in the kitchen with Aaron. some was in the kitchen i know her name is h i l no all right comfort comfort my people says your god god's people comforted comfort comfort my people says your god speak tenderly to jerusalem and announce to her that her time of forced labor is over her iniquity has been pardoned. I'm going to put Aaron's time of Ubering is over. My brother was joking. we are you talking about? Well, we both watched the documentary about the the uh, 1996, 90—I can't remember. I think it was the 96 Olympic women's basketball team is really good. If you haven't watched it, it's on—it's on Hulu. It's a 30 for 30 special, or if you have cable, you can buy and watch it. And uh, yeah, one of the things that came up, Lisa Leslie just talked about how how amazing it was to have all these people cheering for her particularly white folks, and just like our nation, all these people from our country cheering for her when usually black folks in our country don't get that, shown that kind of love generally. And it opened up that whole discussion about how usually white folks usually enter- uh, embrace us when we're entertaining them <laughs> musically or athletically, dancing, you know, and just, I don't know, this whole topic of race, and my brother and I was just like, yeah, just that whole discussion is exhausting. Um, we don't really like to go there. We already know the deal. And my brother was just, like, joking, like, hey, just, just wake me up when they get cut us our check, our reparations check. So we joke like, yeah, we love to get that reparations check before we check up out of here and see it in our lifetime. But... They know good and well. Once they cut them reparations checks, we ain't gonna want to come to work. <laughs> At least I won't. I would not want to go to work. Like shoot, I'm good. I'm gonna stick this money in some type of safe investment account. And find me a good stockbroker. back to work mm-hmm. my dad worked all them years and didn't even get to enjoy social security he paid all that money into social security didn't get to enjoy it didn't, didn't even get to re- enjoy his retirement or his pension so my goal is to retire shoot my goal is to retire every day I wake up I don't want to work no more like at least not like a regular job no more doing stuff that I don't want to have to do I just wanna write and do this podcast. And I believe in the name of Jesus, it's gonna happen. It's only a matter of time. One day, I'm telling y'all, you're gonna turn on this podcast and be like, Aaron's you like, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. No more Uber, no more Mozuma, <laughs> no more job. All I do is write, make poetry, and podcast and hang out with my beautiful lady and we travel the world and go see my mother in Hawaii. Why i am talking in this accent? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, I'm telling y'all, mark my, my words. It's only a matter of time. All right, back to the word. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem, Announce to her. Speak tenderly to Aaron. Write your name here. Don't be afraid. They say, if you don't write it down, it won't happen. Speak tenderly to Aaron and announce to him, your time of forced labor is forced, forced, forced labor is over. My iniquity has been pardoned. My sin has been pardoned. Yes, Lord. And I have received from the Lord's hand double for all my sins. Amen. Amen. A voice of one crying out, prepare the way of the Lord in the wilderness. Make a straight highway for our God in the desert. I wrote down. That's familiar because John the Baptist said those similar words, prepare the way of the Lord in the wilderness. Prepare the way for Jesus, prepare the way for the king. That's a good, good uh, Maverick City song. <sighs> I wrote that note on July 26, 2021, at 155 p.m. Make a straight highway for our God in the desert. Every valley will be lifted up, and every mountain, not some of them, but every mountain and hill, will be leveled. The uneven ground will become smooth, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord will appear, and all humanity together will see it. Wes Parker quoted this on March 21st, 2021 at 1053 a.m. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. There goes that phrase. I have spoken. A Verse six. A voice was saying, cry out. Wes Parker, by the way, is our worship leader in my church. An awesome guy. A voice was saying, cry out. Another said, what should I cry out? All humanity is grass and all Its goodness is like the flower of the field, the grass withers, the flowers fade when the breath of the Lord blows on them. Indeed, the people are grass, the grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God remains forever. Verse nine. Zion, herald of good news. Go up on a high mountain, Jerusalem, herald of good news. Raise your voice loudly. Raise it. Do not be afraid. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. See the Lord God comes with strength and his power establishes his rule. His wages are with with him and his reward accomplishes. My bad. His reward accompanies him. He protects his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lamb in his arms and carries them in the fold of his garment. He gently leads those that are nursing. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand or marked off the heavens with the span of his hand? Who has gathered the dust of the earth in a measure or weighed the mountains on a balance and the hills on the scales? Who has directed the spirit of the Lord? Or comprehended or measured the spirit of the Lord? Or who gave him counsel? Who did he consult? Who gave him understanding and taught him the paths of justice? Who taught him knowledge and showed him the way of understanding? Look, the nations are like a drop in a bucket. They are considered as a speck of dust on the scales. He lifts up the islands like fine dust. Fine, not fine. Fine dust. Even Hawaii, he lifts up fine dust lebanon's cedars are not enough for fuel or its animals enough for a burnt offering oh, we're gonna keep going huh verse 17 all the nations are as nothing before him they are considered by him as empty nothingness with whom will you compare god what likeness will you set up for a comparison with him an idol Something that a smelter cast and a metal worker plates with gold and makes silver chains for? Preposterous. That's not in there. I just added that. Verse 20. A poor person contributes wood for a pedestal that will not rot. He looks for a skilled craftsman to set up an idol that will not fall over. Verse 21, do you not know? Have you not heard? Has it not been declared to you from the beginning? Have you not considered the foundations of the earth? God is enthroned above the circle of the earth. Its inhabitants are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like thin cloth and spreads them out like a tent to live in. He reduces princes to nothing and makes judges of the earth like a wasteland. They are a... They are barely planted, barely sown. Their stem hardly takes root in the ground when he blows on them and they wither, and a whirlwind carries them away like stubble. To whom will you compare me, or who is my equal? Asked the Holy One. Look up and see who created these. Look up and see who created these. He brings out the stars by number. He calls all of them by name because of his great power and strength. Not one of them is missing. Jacob Why do you see, says Jacob, why do you say and Israel, why do you assert my way is hidden from the Lord and my claim is ignored by my God? Mm, Good question. The hope word says sometimes we step out in faith, but then let circumstances pull us under. Mm, I can relate to that. that I went through after I quit my $80,000 a year job and started a printer repair business out of my garage. All right, verse 28. Do you not know, have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the whole earth. He never becomes faint or weary. There is no limit to his understanding. He gives strength to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Youths may become faint and weary and young men stumble and fall But those who trust in the Lord Will renew their strength They will soar on wings like eagles Eagles They will run and not become weary They will walk and not faint Amen That's that's the power verse right there If you don't have that whole section Highlighted Bracketed off Underlined starred, I don't know what's wrong with you These Tony Evans notes. The prophet looks ahead to the Babylonian captivity of Judah about a century away in in her eventual return, her eventual return to the land. Many critical Bible scholars believe this dramatic shift combined with Isaiah's prophecy that Judah would suffer exile in Babylon points to two different authors for the book. They suggest one author wrote chapters 1 through 39, then another author wrote chapters 40 through 66 after Judah's exile. But the most significant evidence given for this argument is that Isaiah couldn't possibly have predicted a future Jewish exile in Babylon, which assumes that God could not supernaturally reveal this to him. If one does not automatically rule out the possibility that God can reveal future events to his servants, then there is no compelling evidence to reject that all 66 chapters are the work of Isaiah. Judah's forced labor in the land of captivity will end when the people had experienced the full measure of discipline for their many sins. My brain feels normal all of a sudden. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. My brain feels normal all of a sudden. Lord, I pray that it stays this way. I've been praying every single day that my brain will... Return to what I thought was normal before I got my whole divorce and then diagnosis and all that stuff. Just that foggy feeling and things. I the anxiety has gotten tremendously better and the paranoia has gotten way better. Um. Anyway, thank you, Jesus. I this is awesome. Judas for I read that. Though God would providentially provide a smooth path for the Jews to return to Jerusalem from Babylon, the gospel writers saw this as ultimately fulfilled in John the Baptist. See Matthew chapter 3, Mark chapter 1, Luke chapter 3. He would be the voice crying out to prepare the way of the Lord. Through his ministry, John would, would pave the way for the ministry of Jesus and point others to the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. See John chapter one, verse 29. That's what that quote is from. Though God would providentially, already read that, my bad. To the people of Judah in Isaiah's day, this was a reminder to trust God's promises, especially when times are hard. To the Jews in Babylon who read these words years later, this was a reminder of God's never failing faithfulness to his covenant. And Peter uses it to remind us as Christians of the enduring power of the word of the gospel that we believed. Indeed, because the word of our God remains forever, we can't lose the salvation Christ won for us. Hmm. There you go. Take that. All you people that don't believe in the one saved, always saved. Take that, take that, take that. Here God asks questions demonstrating his unrivaled sovereignty over the nations who has marked off the heavens. My bad. Who has marked off the heavens with the span of his hand? Answer, no one. God alone spoke the world into existence and calls out all of the stars by name. Who has directed the spirit of the Lord or who gave him counsel? Answer, no one. The omniscient God possesses all knowledge. He doesn't need to ask advice or consult Google. With whom will you compare God? Who is his equal? Answer, no one. Answer, no one. He is the unique one and only Lord of creation. And if humans are not worthy to be compared to him, how much less worthy is an intimate, my bad, inanimate idol? An inanimate object. Just yeah, something not real. It's just an object. It's not human. Doesn't possess possess a soul, a spirit. It's not even not even close to being divine. It's lifeless. Make no mistake, the words faint and powerless describe us all. When was the last time you asked him to renew your strength? Only those who trust God's perspective on their situations will run and not become weary as God provides a second wind to make it through challenges. Only those who believe his word and submit to it can expect to experience his spiritual power for daily life. You will walk and not faint as God changes you. Whether or not he changes your situation, so God will change you. God will change you, even though He may not change your situation. Are you okay with that? Lord, well, thank you for this word. Thank you for all those that have taken the time to listen to this to the very end. Pray that you bless them abundantly, give them a double portion for their faithful listenership. And God, we thank you that you are a good father, your gracious father, your kind father. There's no one like you. Fill us with your power, your presence. Help us to um, know that you are an everlasting God, the everlasting God. You are the creator of the entire earth. You never become faint or weary. There is no limit to your understanding, your, your knowledge. Lord. Thank you that you give strength to those of us that feel, are feeling faint right now. I know I'm feeling a little faint when it comes to holding out in the arena of uh, relations, wanting and desiring relations, desiring companionship. Even though I know that I got along a lot. I'm on a long way to—I'm not gonna say that. God, you know when I'm ready. You know when I'm ready for a wife, so I pray your timing. And other people out here waiting for spouses, God, your timing—you'll make that very clear. And um, yeah, pray that we will not faint, that we will not give in to. All the sexual temptations that's out here to slip and fall and just have little flings and one night stands to just get. Yeah, or turn into pornography and other forms of. uh Illegitimate happiness. Yes, God, help us to not faint or become weary. And even though we may stumble and fall. We can put our trust in you because you renew our strength. We are soaring on wings like eagles. We are running and we're not becoming weary. You will continue to walk and not faint. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I may come back and do another one. But... uh about to shower and wind it down for the night so thanks for listening god bless you and i'll holler romans three twenty three says for all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of god or god's perfect standard romans six twenty three says for the wages of the cost of that sin is death." or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, but God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts, we believe we are now in right standing with God. And with our mouths, we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. Jesus, gave me water, I know Jesus, gave me water, Jesus, gave me water, it was not from the well, singing, Jesus, gave me water, I know Jesus, gave me water,